Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7-365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. About a year ago, Fight on Books, a major publisher of heirloom quality cookbooks, put together the International Cuisine Cookbook Collection. These books are bold and beautiful, user-friendly, timeless, everything you need to know in one book. They went out and found the expert chefs and authorities on a particular subject. They mastered masterfully created each cookbook their newest cookbook is out now and it's a collection called vegan and it's brought to us by our guest today the master chef and vegan expert chef jean christian jury so welcome chef thank you for coming on thank you for having me how did you get involved in this project oh it's a, it's a very long story and a very long project um I started my first uh, vegan restaurant in Berlin in 2007 and shut it down in 2015 because I wanted to go away uh, from the kitchen. I'm the, not the youngest one anymore and uh, I'm 64 today, so I wanted to, to do something a bit more uh, easy for me than working 14 hours a day. So I started to collect and put together all the recipes I cooked in the seven years of operation in my vegan restaurant. And then I met this beautiful Fidon team, and we decided to publish the book together. Well, it's a beautiful, beautiful, almost work of art, this book. It's it's uh, it's colorful. It is so much information in, in one book. It's going to be a wonderful addition to any cook's library. So it has over 400 uh, recipes and from over 150 countries. Yeah, exactly. And what, what I really love about it is because you go through and you tell us what country each recipe is from, the prep time, and then the, the cook time. And a lot of these are 10-minute, 15-minute, 20-minute prep time, so it's not, it's not extremely difficult to wrap your head around it. Exactly. This, this was part of the project because this book is dedicated to home cooks, uh, of course, also to professionals, but I wanted to do something simple using as less ingredients as possible and of course uh, to cook fast because in today's world where everything has to be quick actually so i decided to go for this concept just in order to help people to to cook faster at home and uh, actually have very nice feedbacks and uh, it works this way well it has a lot of recipes for Everybody, really, from vegans to vegetarians to people who, who eat meat but, but want to have uh, plant-based raw food incorporated into their diet. You don't have to be a strict vegan to use this book. It's really universal to everyone who really eats food. Yeah, that's correct. It's, it's what we call the flexitarian, actually. Uh, well, they're not 100% vegan, but, you know, vegan is not a religion. Uh, vegan 
should be something very healthy, and it's it's made basically to help you to keep a very strong immune system and just to be uh, packed with energy because actually our energy we collect we collect it in plants in fresh and the trigger actually needs to eat as fresh as possible. So always try to bring some fresh elements in the recipes. This is why you have so much raw food in the book because we we really need it and we neglect our diet for too long. So I, I think that the problem was first, the word vegan was a bit scary for everybody. Um, and this is, I think, because all the animal rights uh, association like PETA and the other guys who do actually a wonderful work, work for the animals, they were so loud and so active that they put the kind of negative image behind the word vegan. And uh, when I opened my restaurant, I had to fight against that. So after a couple of months, I just deleted the word vegan from my menus and my marketing, and I replaced it with plant-based, which was a bit more friendly, and, and it did work. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, I, I think, very necessary to have books like this right now, especially so many people are doing their own home gardens. There's more people taking back gardening than really ever before. We're having an abundance of produce really in our own in our own homes, and we kind of get stuck in the same ruts on what to do with things. Um, some plants and uh, some vegetables bloom, and then you get an abundance more than, than you get of other things. And it's really great to have uh, a, a, a help book like this to kind of navigate us through how to use what we're growing in the best possible way. Exactly. We should never first, first place go away from those gardens we, we had at home. But... Uh, I think that after the Second World War, uh, we changed completely the concept of, and the way we were eating. And basically the industry just tried to help us to eat faster. So they started to produce a lot of processed food, which of course is for, is for health a, a very bad thing. And I'm so happy that people are going back today to have fresh veggies around their home and the house. And I think we should, we should really never go away from that. So uh, the future is exactly like that. I, I travel so much, and I can tell you that from Singapore to Shanghai uh, to Jewish in Switzerland or Geneva or Paris, people start to have garden on the balcony, on the terraces, everywhere. And I'm so happy about this, this development today. Oh, absolutely. And what we're seeing in in Africa, uh, villages planting gardens and, and communal gardens. And um, I'm, I'm very happy to see so many people getting back to doing this, getting their hands in the dirt and, and being a part of, of, of the food process for so many years, especially Americans, were kind of out of the food process. We would go get something quick, and we were very disconnected. But being able to get back and even show children at a young age, you know, where things are coming from and how easy it is to grow something and how much better it actually tastes when, when you uh, grow it in your own garden. Yeah, and you know, you have some chefs also around the planet working in the same direction. Uh, for example, I have a, 
in the same book we talk about now, we have a, a chapter with recipes coming from many of my chef friends around the planet. And one of them is Jonathan Carpaccio. He's uh, in Holland, not far from Amsterdam. And he grows his own veggies and sprouts, fruits and roots in a huge, massive garden. And what he does, he, he shares the garden with anybody who wants to work in, and they pay just in veggies. But that's a wonderful idea, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Well, and, and, and this book breaks it down into how to set up your vegan pantry. It goes into salads and soups, appetizers, main courses, guest chefs, which you were just talking about, and how they contributed and, and, and put ideas into the book. You have desserts that look amazing, um, pasta and noodles, grains and beans and main courses. But what I really love so much about it is I'm just going to take one of the, the starters just to, to start us off. Okay. So many people are eating hummus and, and you have hummus from a, a recipe from Armenia, one from Bahrain, another from Israel, one from Mexico that I'm going to make this weekend jalapeno hummus. I mean, how good does that sound? Prep time, 10 minutes, no cook time. How much easier does it get? I can't even drive somewhere and pick it up in 10 minutes. And another one from Israel and one from Lebanon. And so it, it just breaks it down. So, you know, you're looking, you see something from, from uh, South Africa it takes 10 minutes preparation time, something from Armenia, uh, Turkey, and the Netherlands, Ecuador. I mean, it's, it is just amazing. Uh, it really almost unites the world through food. Yeah, what, what I did basically is that I looked into the history of, of food, and uh, I found out so many uh, recipes and, and so many uh, destinations uh, using the same spices, and I was really surprised to find sometimes the same chili uh, in South America, in Southeast Asia, Asia, and India. And basically what happened is that everybody forgot about, but 3,000 years ago, there was a city called Muziris, and it was a port uh, in the province of Kerala in India where everybody was sourcing spices. So it was kind of a huge uh, department store for spices. Indonesia, Asia, Southeast Asia, everybody was going there to bring the spices. The Romans, the Phoenicians, and the Greeks were coming by boats to get the spices. And one day in 1341, this city disappeared overnight. Earthquake, tsunami. So suddenly, no more, no more sauce for the spice. And this changed complete cooking also around the planet at that point. And imagine that six years later, the Silk Road shut down in 1347 because of the dead Black Plague, which killed around 130 million people, uh, including 35 million in Europe. So suddenly, we had to source the spices somewhere else. And this is why we have then uh, Indonesia, who was very strong with uh, cinnamon and clove, uh, Vietnam for the green pepper, of course, turmeric in India, etc. etc. So when I, I track back and I go back to history, I found out so original recipes that I just veganized. Well, spice is such a big component, especially in vegan eating to people who might 
not think there's much flavor. They, uh, a lot of people might might think that vegan eating is boring, it's eating a carrot, but the spice takes it to a whole new and, and better level. In fact, my husband and I, just last week, and we're not, we're not vegan, um, um, but we eat vegetables and we incorporate veganism into our diet. Uh, diet but we had ordered we'd gone to a restaurant and ordered a sandwich which they had a vegan menu i did not even notice when we ordered it it was a sandwich that was from um i think it was a vietnamese and we ordered it it looked really good we just kind of looked at the picture we the uh server left they came back and we thought my husband said, there's no meat on this. And I said, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know. I didn't know it was vegan when I ordered it. We ate it. It was so delicious. It was the best thing I've eaten this whole year. And we said, if if this is how vegan food tastes, we didn't even miss the meat. We did not. I, I mean, I swear to everybody out there, my husband's the biggest carnivore out there. He did not miss. In fact, when we were talking about it, he's like, he said, maybe I could order some meat on the side. And he ended up not doing that. He loved it. It was so fantastic. It had cucumber and ginger and, you know, all kinds of different things. But it was so good. I didn't even miss the meat. And that must be what, 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 what people who are really into vegan eating already know that the rest of us don't. Yeah, I'm very pleased to hear the story, and uh, I hope he survived the, the lunch, the hotel. Oh, <laughs> now, he he did, know, and, and, and he's told so many people about He's almost become an ambassador towards veganism in the past week because he's told everybody, really? if you go to this place, order this sandwich, I promise you it will be the best thing you eat maybe all year. And so Fantastic. It, and, and spice was a huge component in that, I think. We we did a test uh, recently with uh, Fidon, my publisher. We we organized uh, part of the lunch of Hearst in New York, which is the, the biggest uh, magazine publisher in America. They are the one who uh, published Cosmopolitan, L, Esquire, etc. So they have a restaurant with 1,200 covers for lunch. Imagine the size. Right. And uh, they put me there in the middle with the mango chili salad, which is actually in, in the book. It's a beautiful dish with uh, fresh fennel, a bit of chili, uh, and fresh uh, honey mangoes. And, you know, half of the people were coming to, to, to see where it was, and a lot of them just passed in front of me and said, oh, this looks much too healthy for me. And <laughs> <laughs> this is what people, the, the attitude of the people who don't know, mm-hmm. right? They, they're scared about something because... They're attracted by the color because mango is very colorful. But as soon as they arrive and see there is no meat, there is no fish, there is no seafood, oh, I don't think I can eat that. But that's, that's a misconcept. It's, you know, we come back from uh, being vegan and, uh, and vegetarian. We never ate meat before the first ice age. And this is proven today. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, mis- the misconception is that people said always, I have always the same question coming back to me. Where can we source the omega-3 and the B12 and this vitamin and this enzyme? Guys, in fruits, veggies, roots, seeds, grains, we have everything we need. Absolutely. We don't need supplements. That we is don't need true. supplements at all. 
it, sure. you know, we, we, we've talked about um, in, in the past really everything that we really needed to survive and flourish in life was really provided to us just just from mother earth water doesn't get any better than water um fruits and vegetables uh things growing from a tree on a vine those can sustain life for for, for the whole planet for forever and we don't really need to go outside of there. For some reason, we've acquired these different tastes. And I, I don't know if, if America is probably the, the worst in that, but where we feel like there has to be more to the plate or to the meal than just those things that the Mother Earth already had naturally provided when, when really we don't. And there's nothing that tastes better than something that's just been grown organically and naturally without going through a bunch of processing uh, time and, and hands and trucks and, and all kinds of things like that. Yeah, you, you know, the, the biggest problem we have uh, with food today is that we use from a very young age, we get used to flavoring agents, to a lot of salt, to a lot of sugar in the food. And of course, when you change and you go to something pure, uh, it doesn't taste the same way. But when you do the experience, you just go away from processed food with triggering agent for a week, and automatically your body and your birds are going to go back to uh, the genetic print we have. And you're going to start to appreciate the different fruits. You're going to make the difference between two apples easily. Mm-hmm. The same way we, we, we do it today with product packed with flavoring agents. You know, it's just a question of, question of habit. We get used so fast to anything. Um, we're going to have to go back to something healthy. Because basically the trigger, and that's my own experience, is just fresh. That's the most important word in the book today, in my cookbook use fresh products. It doesn't make sense to go to a supermarket to have the best deal possible with salads when the salad is already for two weeks on the shelf. You know, and still looks good because of course they spray it with citrus. So it looks fresh for long. But by adding the citrus you add also vitamin C and vitamin B at such a high dose that it, it could be it could harm you. So my advice is always fresh as possible and go to the market. Take this extra 10, 15 minutes or half hour if you need to, but just do it because that's for you. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all two lives, is what Confucius say in China. We all have two lives. The first life, the second life ended when you understand that you have only one. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, it's exactly like that. The, 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 the day you understand that basically there's nothing more important than your health, because you need energy, you need to, to, to go on. Uh, when you start to age, you need your body to be healthy. When mm-hmm. you start to age, aging kick in, and you're not healthy, you're going to be gone very quick. But well, if you maintain your body and, and immune system, and when aging kick in, you're going to go another 30 or 40 years without the problem. Well, and, and, and there's a, a point in your life where that, really kicks in and it's probably for most people around 40 or maybe in their 40s where they start to understand how important health is when you're young you really take it for granted but around 40 you really start 
time starts looking shorter. And, and you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people who are in their 70s and 80s, and, and, and they used to say, you know, I would see obituaries, and I'd see someone who was 76 or 79 or 80, and I'd think, oh, they lived a good life. But now that I'm at that age, I want to live longer. Nobody really wants to not, especially as you're approaching those ages, you want to increase your odds <laughs> of sticking around because death is permanent. You know, it's, it's very easy to understand. Basically, uh, aging is pure mathematics. When uh, you have a system in your body called TMRS, which creates new cells, and in a lifetime, you're going to have seven to eight times new cells. Out of the brain and the heart, everything's going to be new again. TMRS has a small tail. Every time it creates a new cell, this tail becomes shorter. When the tail goes away after seven or eight times, this is when aging kicks in. So if the, at that point, if you have a healthy body, a strong immune system, you have no problem. You're going to go for so long. The problem is that most of the people when aging kicks in are already quite weak. So we, we have to take care, as you say, from, from 40. It's very important to take the necessary steps to help your body because your body can eliminate any excess, but it cannot produce the missing part. This is our job. We have to do it. And it's so easy when you think about it. Absolutely. And the book is called, actually the cookbook is called Vegan, the Cookbook by Chef Jean-Christian Jury. And it is absolutely beautiful. Whoever designed this book really highlighted the spirit of the book by the cover and the pictures and it just shows you exactly the work and uh, all the thought that went into this book that, that that you put into it they really did it justice with with the pictures and, and the cover and that type of thing and if you're not vegan you can incorporate little pieces of veganism into your diet you have to start somewhere i mean most people just don't go cold turkey and if you're already a vegan you already know this we're, we're, we're preaching to the choir and this this book is for you because it's going to really open up uh, a dialogue between you and your friends and your family who who want to experience very good taste and spice and quality and it gives you so many options and I'm sure that you'll find people like my husband and I who who eat something and are completely 100% satisfied and wouldn't even need in anything else and um I'm, I, I'm, you know, embarrassed to say that it, it took an accident uh, of ordering for us to experience something that really literally was the best thing that we've had all year. And we are so excited about incorporating this into our daily lives. And the first thing I'm making is a jalapeno hummus, but I'm also going to make some of the desserts as well. And you just did such a fantastic job. You should be really, really proud of, of, of Vegan the Cookbook. It, it is Thank remarkable. You. Thank you. And I have a good news for you, you know. In a couple of years, every restaurant is going to have vegan options on the menu. That's the way it goes everywhere around the planet. Well, I'm really happy to hear that because when it becomes an option, I think, and as word travels, people, I mean, I can't tell you how many people we've just told about that little sandwich, you know. Um, and so as people love 
love to eat good and there's word of mouth spreads like like wildfire and i'm I, i'm excited to have the little bit of education that i have had i'm excited to have your book and i think everybody will be excited who touches it and sees it i'm i'm, I'm sure you're getting tremendous feedback as as you do uh, book signings and and speaking tours yeah absolutely and i'm so happy about that because uh, finally they understood that it was it was for everybody it's not just for the vegan people it's not a religion and what i'm very happy about is that today in every restaurant having already vegan options just people sit together at the same table the, the meat eater the fish eater and the vegans and this is uh, what makes me so happy because it shows basically that you know it's just about you first it's your health if your neighbor at the table don't want to eat the same, okay, but this is problem. But one day, because it's very visual, it's very fresh, so it's colorful, and they start to ask, oh, can I, can I maybe taste what you have on your plate? Yeah, of course you can. Mm-hmm. And this is the way you're going to go, you know. And uh, So thank you so much uh, for telling everybody that it's a beautiful book. And uh, you're right, the, uh, the designer did a fantastic job. She's so good. She's in London, actually. And she won so many awards because she's the best. Well, she did an excellent job of of doing justice to, to your work. And you can tell by 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 the quality of the book, uh, what, what all went into it. And I really appreciate, Chef, you taking the time to come on today and share this with us. And, and, and people who have farmer's markets available to them, get out and go to them. Get this book. It makes a great gift. Um, and it, so buy one for yourself. Buy one for someone else. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold. And it's out right now. And there's no better day like today, right, Chef, to start eating even a, a little bit good. Thanks for having me on the show. And I'm looking forward really to cook for you guys one day. Well, we would love to have you in Seattle. They they do a traveling chef uh, at, at Pike Market now. They have a, a, a kitchen and, and they bring in master chefs like yourself sometimes to, uh, on, to come through on their book tour to do uh, some um, – to do some cooking and talk about the book and that time. We would love to have you down at, at Pike Market. So I'll have to talk to uh, somebody about that and uh, extending an, an invitation to you. We would love, love to have you. Great. So see you very soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The cookbook is called Vegan, the cookbook, and it is available now. And it is a beautiful, it's really thick. It's, there's a lot of pages to it. It's a very quality uh, piece of really art. Um, and then inside the art is really great things you could make to eat. So I encourage you to at least look it up on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. If you're at a bookstore, uh, we always are into supporting uh, our local bookstores. It's by John Christian Jury, and he is a master chef and vegan expert. And we were thrilled to have him on today. And I appreciate that you tuning in and I hope that you get to eat vegan even if it's a little bit and to people who are already eating vegan uh, you're way ahead of us on this and have patience with us we will get there you guys have a great day